This is Andy Perrault for Boxing Social in association with Betfred and for the first time in what feels like a very long time, I'm delighted to be joined by promoter Frank Warren over Zoom. Frank, first and foremost, how have you been? I'm okay, thanks Andy. How have you been? I'm good, I'm good. Obviously getting by. Good to see boxing back with yourselves, obviously um, Eddie's shows as well. And there's obviously a main reason behind us doing this interview today. We saw that the statement that yourself put across to Sky and Eddie and Matt Troom, reaching out to them to try and make some fights that people were, were looking forward to. Just expand on that, Frank, and why now? Why have you decided to, to get across and try to reach out to Eddie and the team? Well, I think, the, you know, where we are at the moment, we've obviously, we've tested the water with our three shows, which we've done at BT Studios, and we work very hard on them, basically, and most importantly, from a safety aspect. And we, we said we'd do it, make the shows a certain standard. We've got to move on to the next big ones now. And in the meantime, there's so much uncertainty as that, how, where we're going to be over the next few months. I mean, they've locked down Manchester, they locked down Ab Aberdeen yesterday. So I'm quite conscious of that. So I'm thinking to myself, look, we need to get some of these big fights done. And he, you know, obviously he's blowing the trumpet for his guys. I'm blowing the trumpet for mine. And I thought, hang on a minute, let's do something that makes it work for the fans. Because that's what we care about is the fans. We want to make some good fights. So I suggested and we put out a number of fights that we would like to do. And uh, basically set the ball rolling. And I, I'm quite uh, pleased to know that we, we look like we're going to have a meeting soon to sort this out one way or another. I hope we're going to sort it out because BT and ourselves are desperate to do this. We want to do it because we feel it's what the sport needs. Uh, sport at the moment is not just boxing. Everybody's in a terrible position and we need to ensure that we can deliver something that the fans will like and more importantly, that will be good for our sport and, uh, and good for the boxers. Frank, obviously you mentioned there that you'll hopefully have a meeting soon. Everybody knows that yourself and Eddie spoke on the phone yesterday. Can you just expand on that conversation and what exactly was said between the pair of you? Well, it was very brief. He said he was in the bubble at the moment with his, uh, with his shows. And as soon as he comes out of the bubble, let's get together. I'm all good for that. I understand he's staying at the, um, in the bubble at the Brentwood Hotel, whatever it is. You know, I'll meet him in the car park tomorrow if it suits him. But let's let him, you know, I, I don't want to... Uh, cause any issues or problems with it I just want the meeting so I'm not going to get into a lot of detail about it you know for me it's important that we make these fights it's important boxing these big fights um it's not just here as well it's in America you know we put on some good shows and he had a good show last week but we need now to up our game we need bigger bigger names you know bigger names out there and bigger fights and uh put all our ego and all the bullshit aside and get on with it and do it Obviously, Eddie did a couple of interviews yesterday with IFL. I'm sure you'd have seen them. Just kind of, before I ask you certain questions. I haven't seen, I haven't seen them, so you tell me what you said. Okay, well, first and foremost, obviously, you know, he mentioned that shows coming back after the pandemic, and he mentioned that the sport's in trouble. You know, what, what's your thoughts with regards to that? Look, the world's in trouble. Everywhere you look, there's trouble, you know, over the last few days. I mean, my team, Arsenal, just made 55 people redundant at their work. You know, Virgin's gone bust. Pizza Express has just shut 70 restaurants down. I could write that list on a roll of wallpaper. Everybody's in trouble. All the sports are in trouble. There are a number of football clubs that are on the verge of going bankrupt. Now, we're not in trouble. We have a contract with BT. 
and it's a quite an, a long contract. It's got many years to run. You know, BT, by the way, are, the, are a blue chip company. They own uh, EE. They own all the pipe work for broadband around the country. It's a huge sports uh, channel, so don't lose sight of that. So we're, we're very comfortable with the deal we've got. Plus, we've got a great roster of fighters. We've got the number one heavyweight, the best fighter and the biggest earner on the planet on our roster, Tyson Fury. We've just done a five-year extension deal with Daniel Dubois, who's considered to be the best young heavyweight prospect out there, one of the most exciting. You know, I could run through a roster of fighters we've got. You know, Anthony Yard, Joe Joyce. I'm not going to bore everybody because we put a number of fights out we like to, to make. We're not in trouble. We can carry on as we are. Now, he may be in trouble, you know, and I don't know about it. I mean, all I'm hearing through the grapevine, he's only got six months left in the Sky deal. Who knows what Sky are going to do? The Zone haven't come back yet and put any fights and put any shows on, or he hasn't put any shows on the Zone at the moment, so maybe that's a problem for him. And it's sad that, you know, the Zone had to cancel rights deals with UEFA, Major League Basketball, I say Major League Baseball, and they also Syria are midway through the contract. Their CEO recently left. You know, they've got 3,000 people work for them. I don't want to see them go bust. You know, they, they're, they're in the boxing business. That's good for our sport. I don't see anybody in trouble. But what will be good for us is to get together and work and try and secure our sport, which would help him. You know, it'd be great for us, but it'd help him as well. You know, help him get some, you know, big fights on. And maybe, you know, I don't know what his negotiations are like now with Sky on his own. Maybe it'll help him with those. But most important thing for us is to deliver these fights. You know, it's, uh, when I say we've got, you know, we had the biggest broadcast, broadcasting deal in Europe right now, bar none, bigger than anyone else. That's what we have with BT. And, you know, it, it, for me, it, this is, to hear all this stuff, it's very sad, but that's life. And I know at the moment, you know, he's in the bubble, over there. But he's got to get out of that bubble. It's not just boxing. The world's in trouble. Everyone. So what you've got to do, you've got to get on with it. I can go back before it's, you know, this terrible pandemic. I can remember I'd done a deal with three Olympians. I signed James DeGale, uh, Billy Joe Saunders, and Frankie Gavin. And a couple of them got really, really big money. Big money signing bonuses and a big commitment in purses. Yeah, they were Olympians. Gold medalists included. The day, I, within two days of signing that deal, Satanta, which was my broadcaster, went bust. And you know what I had to do? I couldn't go back to them and say, you've got to take a cut. I had to take it on the chin. You know, for our own resources, we had to get on with it and do it. The first fight they had, I sold it to Sky for one pound. To Vic Wakeland, one pound. That was our rights fee. We absolutely done our balls on it and subsequently <laughs> lost a lot of money until we got ourselves into, into a good shape. Now, Matram, as we frequently hear, are in really good shape. They've got bundles of money in the bank. So I keep telling us that. I know they've been trying to cut fighters' purses. I heard Andrade was screaming the other week about his purses being cut. You've got to do what we have to do. Don't go back and cut their purses. What you do, you go back to them and pay them. Like we all have to do. You take it on the chin. Honour your obligations and get on with it. And don't be bleat about it. And that's where we're at. We've all, you know, I've been around long enough to have all experienced the ups and downs and so forth. This is an unprecedented period for everyone because everyone's livelihoods are at stake. We don't know where this is all going to end. So the reason we're doing what we're doing, the reason I want to sit down and try and get a deal done, and I believe if we get round the table, you know, ourselves and hopefully with Sky and BT, I think there is a, there is a, there's a will we can get some of these fights done. One thing's for sure, with BT and ourselves, 
we are very keen to make this happen. Something else that Eddie mentioned, Frank, you know, he said that when, after the pandemic, your shows came back and his exact word was they flopped. Um, then you saw that how Fight Camp come back and he's talked about the, the figures there in regards to the views. Just again, your thoughts on, on those comments, Frank? Well, let's, you know, our shows did not flop. We came back with what we said, you know, Brad Foster, crack it, I mean, cracking fights to start with. And he's talking about the Barb ratings. You know, Barb ratings, you can look at it a lot of different ways. For example, Barb uh, said, uh, it was a pay-per-view fight, but it said viewers that Joshua and Ruiz peaked at 145,000 viewers. It said the last uh, WWE SmackDown didn't get a rating. It got zero ranking. So he, they're saying no one watched it. So according to their ratings about our peak, we do 26,000 times more business than WWE. Do I believe that? Of course I don't believe that. You know, I'm sure some of your people who are watching this watched the wrestling. If one watched it, I'm sure more than one did, and you know how many fans WWE has, it, it, it tells you these ratings are very, very unreliable. Um, there aren't, and this only goes into 5,000 people's homes, by the way. His rating, what people forget, was the show went out on three channels, not one channel, it went out on three channels. It went out on Sky Action, it went out on Sky Main, and it also went out on Sky Mix, Mix which is a free-to-air channel. We went out behind the paywall of the subscription channel. They put that out free to air. And that did not, and they added all the ratings together, which is disingenuous to say the least. I understand at one stage, the peak for one minute was 145,000 and the average was 88,000. Now we've only ran, prior to the shows that we, we run, we only ran one show this year. That's all we've done, one show prior to the lockdown in 2020. And ours went free to air. We did a free to air show. And it got 1.2 million people watched it. Last year, according to Barb ratings, if you want to write down Barb ratings, um, we did uh, Josh Warrenson, Kid Galahad, and Daniel Dubois against Nathan Gordon. They were the highest peaks on subscription TV. Beat all the skies. They're a fact. You can go and check them out. We got combined... We got the highest uh, viewing figures in 2019, and there's no argument about it if you're relying on these ratings. We have a, also have an independent out, uh, media company, that, outdoor media, outside media company, who provide us uh, viewing data and so forth. And, it, and it, that information is available for anyone to see. You know, as I said, Fight Channel was free to air. Um, and we, you know, again, you look at Arthur versus Spillman, it got more than double the viewers he had for his next gen show. So I don't. Don't believe any of this stuff. No one can tell me that WWE did zero. It's impossible for that to happen. So I take all that with a pinch of salt. I want to dwell on it. We're very happy. Our broadcaster is very happy. So much so that we want to sit down and try and make these fights happen. They're big fights for the fans. And I don't want to keep kicking. I don't want to kick his ratings. He wants to kick mine with all this bullshit. It's not doing anyone any favours, by the way. You know, doing 88,000. As, a, as an average, 88,000 on free channel, on a free to air and on three channels, is that, it isn't exactly knocking down the doors, is it? Was it in, I don't think it was even a top 10 of Sky's um, sports figures that week for all the, diff, all the different sports they had on. But it's irrelevant. It's all irrelevant. It's all smoke, mirrors and crap. And people write about it. For example, the guy on the Daily Mirror, is it um, Domic, whatever his name is, without any knowledge 
without any knowledge, just taking something that's told to him, without any research or knowledge, even knowing or explaining to people what goes down. So I take that all with a pinch of salt, as I say. We have the biggest broadcast deal in Europe with BT, who are more than happy with what we do. That's all that I care about. And no one could complain about the fights we've won. They've been great fights. And he had a great fight, by the way, on Saturday. That Cheeseman, Cheeseman and uh, the Cheeseman fight was a, was a very, very entertaining fight. You know, it's a, a fantastic fight. But if it weren't for lockdown, that fight probably wouldn't have been you know, would have been maybe on a York Hall show or whatever. So we want to get onto bigger stuff now. Great fights. We've done some fights. Brad Foster, great fight. We now need to get these big guys back in action. And that's why we've thrown this out. Say, come on, let's get this done between us. This is important for everybody. It's important for the sport. Frank, final thing on the Eddie interview before I just ask you a few other things. Uh, he also mentioned that he, you have no dealings with Toys of Fury now and everything goes through kind of Bob Arum. Can you just again just clear that up for me? I'll clear it very, very easily clear it up. Yeah. I have dealings with Tyson Fury. We have a contract with them and we have a contract, a joint contract with Top Rank and uh, ourselves. And anything that's done for Tyson has to be agreed by all of us. At the moment, he's been the person speaking with, with um, Eddie Hearn. And the reason is because obviously he's done that deal for um, uh, Pulev with AJ. So that's what's been happening. They've been having conversation. But at the end of the day, everybody's got to agree what it is. But we're going to bypass all this stuff now. I'm, I've not even brought that into the equation. He's brought that up. But let me tell you something. Whatever happens with Tyson, Queensbury are part of that. End of story. And if anybody thinks any different, they're crazy. And you can ask Tyson, that's the best person to probably ask. But more importantly than this, more importantly is let's not try and get off the subject what this is all about. It's about can his guys be our guys? And a lot of people have been news on it. They're all going to say, I'm talking rubbish. And some may say, he's talking rubbish. The only easiest way to find out, let's make it happen. So now I'm, I'm an optimist. Promoters are optimists. I'm not a pessimist. I'm not saying we're in a terrible state. Things are terrible. I want to make things better. So you know how we're going to make them better? We're going to have a meeting. We've agreed on something. At last, we're going to have a meeting to make this happen for the British public. Frank, is there a worry at all that this could kind of become a bit of like a, a to and fro between yourself and Eddie, which might damage any chance of us seeing these cross... Look, do, do you, let me just tell you something. And I've got to tell you, the negativity of your question, it annoys me. And I'm not saying it's directed to you, but it's, it's everybody comes out with this shit. I've had for God knows how long now. You've never spoken to him. You never done this. You never do that. How comes you can't do these fights? They'll never get made. Well, I picked up the phone yesterday and left a message for him to call me. And to his credit, he called me back. And we've agreed to meet. So let's have some positivity about this. It's always negative shite all the time. Boxing's a great sport. We, Queensbury, are in tremendous shape. We've got great fighters. We've got a great TV contract. We can deliver to our boxers. I'm as happy as Larry, as far as that's concerned. So let's move on now. Let's get these fights done. I don't want to do it through the media anymore. I just want us to meet, get some of these fights made, deliver. There's just two more things I just wanted to quickly ask you, Frank, before I do leave you to enjoy the rest of your day. Obviously, one of the fights you mentioned was uh, Jenkins and Ben. Eddie previously said he made me off there. Jenkins and his team were happy with it, but you turned it down. Why, do you, why did you turn it down back then? And why would you be happy to make it now? Because he made he, he approached the boxer and the and his trainer direct and the manager about us. We have the promotional contract. That's not the way we're doing business. You want to make the fight, contact us. Like we've done or we've made offers to him. 
you know, recently, I didn't have some business going on and they sent a solicitor's letter to Telemundo, I think it was, only within the last few weeks for interfering with one of their contracts. So that's where that's at. But you know what? Let's meet. I'm sure we, I'm sure we can make these fights happen now. And so, Ali, can you wrap up? Can you just... I've, I've got can handle this. We, we, they just have to wait. Let's go. Um, something else which obviously came out was uh, as an article in the Daily Mail with comments from Eddie talking about Andy Ayling and his kind of contact with British Boxing Border Control about David Diamante and the quarantine rules. Again, what was your knowledge of that entire situation, Frank? Well, I, w I had no knowledge of it until I was told on the Thursday. This is the bottom line. A tweet went out as far as I understand by a match, uh, sorry, by the uh, MC. I, don't even, I can't even remember his name. Apparently saying he was just getting on a plane and there was a, 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 a message went back saying, great, looking forward to seeing you. That was within the 14 days of the bubble. No, it's been said that a complaint was made by Andy Ayling, but he could speak for himself on this, and he actually is, because I think he's, he's a, his lawyers are right to the Boxing Board of Control regarding this today. Um, if there was a complaint, somebody needs to show us that, because no complaint was made. It was a question being asked that as the board officials were at the weigh-in in the bubble where everybody's supposed to be um, quarantined, because we have a world epidemic come on, and the MC came in from the United States, from New York, where the pandemic is quite serious out there. And according to his tweet, not anything to do with uh, Andy, but it was within, it, was, it, was, uh, it wasn't 14 days clear. It was whatever it was, 11 days or so forth. He was in that bubble with the fighters. The border control sent officials to the weigh-in and then were coming, sending them same officials back into our bubble and the question was asked, can you check whether this bloke came in whatever day? Now, just get, let's just get it right. If the MC broke his leg or dropped down dead tomorrow, it would not affect the show in any way. This is not a boxer, this is an MC. The criteria is that Andy's responsible in our office. His responsibility is to ensure that he's our events manager, that everything is safe and well. We did not want the boxing board of control officials coming from somewhere which could be contaminated into our bubble where we had to, where it'd be affecting our insurance. And he didn't make it public. If he was up to creating mischief as being said, then surely he could have told Judas or told a newspaper, but he didn't. And somebody from the Boxing Board of Control apparently sent his letter to whatever it is. It was not a complaint, it was an inquiry. And still no one's seen his passport, but that's their business. It's a load of bullshit and I don't wanna get diverted by that. And that's something that obviously Riaf, whatever his name is, who was in the uh, bubble with them from the mail, has seen, has seen the tweet and chose not even to write about it. But that's his choice. That's what they do. I don't care about it. The bottom line is the board of control are now going to have to, going to have to say, was a complaint made or not? And I know what the answer is to that. There was no complaint made. It was a question being asked. And if that is not responsibility in, the, in what we're dealing with in this pandemic, then somebody's got something wrong with them. And if this fella did come in, did come in, you know, uh, in 14 days, no problem. But if he was here 11 days, which is being suggested according to his, um, his uh, tweet, then that, that, that is a serious issue because the government are saying it's 14 days. We have a pandemic. People are dying. And we have to keep our, our show safe. And the, and the staff at BT, we're in their studios. There's an insurance problem, as I said, regarding things like this, as well as everything else. 
So Andy Alien didn't do, make no complaints, nothing. But you know what? The Border Control are going to have to put a statement out saying whether a complaint was made or not. And if they, if they, if they say a complaint was made, then they will be lying. Frank, in the ideal world, obviously yourself and Eddie meet up for a spot of lunch. When do you think, if possible, we could see these kind of cross-platform bouts take place? Look, I'll, I'll, I'll meet this afternoon. Let's get the meeting on and then we can work on it. Eddie did say those two fights in particular he doesn't see happening in Dubois White and... I don't care what he says at the moment. Let's get round the table. You know, a lot of people keep saying all the various fights that are going to happen and not going to happen. We will see when we meet. Let's meet. Final thing, Frank, obviously there's some rumours going around Frampton, Vardanyan. Vardanyan's had some troubles getting into the country. Um, can you expand on that or just kind of clear that up for me? We're working on it at the moment. Frank, appreciate your time as always. Thanks for speaking to Boxing Social. Cheers, Annie. Bye.